We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. God's Word tells us that faith is a substance of things hoped for. Now, that being true, if faith is a substance of things desired, then right on the other hand, fear, which is an opposite force of faith, would be the substance of things not desired. So when fear comes, you speak words of fear, you're releasing the ability of the enemy. Satan will act on your words to bring the manifestation of what you said. Now, when you act in faith, God will act on your words and bring the manifestation of what you believed in for, what you proclaim. Now, let's talk about unforgiveness and prayer. We touched on this in some of the other sessions, but let's go to Luke's gospel, the 17th chapter, because I think there's something here that would probably clear up some things for you. Let's begin with Luke, the 17th chapter, verse 3. Jesus says, Take heed to yourselves, if thy brother trespass against thee. Rebuke him. If he repent, forgive him. And if he trespass against thee seven times in a day, and seven times in a day turn again to thee, and saying, I repent, thou shalt forgive him. (laughs) Brother, you don't want to, do you? I mean, once, yeah, twice, Maybe. Three times? Forget it, man. I mean, you know, three times in a day, you're ready to bust him in the mouth, not forgive him. But now listen to what Jesus said. He said, if he repent, forgive him. Now listen to what the apostle said. Here's what I want you to get hold of. The apostle said, notice it's the apostles, not the disciples. The apostles Now, you'd have thought they would have known better. The apostles said unto the Lord, Increase our faith. Now, faith doesn't come by praying. Faith doesn't come by asking. Now, surely you'd have thought they would have known that. But they didn't. But now, what are they driving at here? Why in the world would they hear in this verse of Scripture start talking about faith when Jesus is talking about forgiving a man his trespasses against him. See, the disciples understood something that I think most of us have not understood. And that is that if you're going to forgive a guy that trespasses against you, offends you seven times in one day, you're going to have to have faith to do it. See, they said, Lord, you're going to have to give us more faith if we're going to do that. Now, have you ever stopped to think that you forgive people by faith? That's what they're saying here. They understood that if they're going to forgive a man seven times in a day for doing the same thing, that they're going to have to have more faith. And quite frankly, you're going to have to have some more too if you do it. I know I am. Now, listen to how Jesus answered this. Jesus said, If ye had faith as a grain of mustard seed, You might say unto this sycamine tree, Be thou plucked up by the root, be thou planted in the sea, and it should obey you. Now the Greek says it would obey you. A stronger word. Now what's Jesus saying? It sounds like the disciples got off on a side street, and then Jesus gets off on another side street. But he's really not. Listen to what he said. Now he said, fellas, you don't need more faith. He said, what you need to do is to use the faith that you have. 
Then he starts talking about sowing seeds and planting seeds. He said, if you had faith as a seed. Now, just forget about the word mustard. Because most people get so involved with the word mustard, they miss the whole point that Jesus is driving at here. He said, if you had faith as a seed, you might say, or the Greek says you would say, unto this sycamine tree. Now, what in the world does a sycamine tree have to do with it? They tell me it's a black mulberry tree. Well, nothing at all other than the fact that it represents an obstacle that's in their path. They're probably walking down this path, and this tree's right in the middle of the path, and they've got to go around it, or they've got to deal with that tree. He said, fellas, if you had faith as a seed, you could say to this obstacle, be removed, be plucked up, be planted in the sea, and he said, it would obey you. Now, Jesus is referring to unforgiveness here. The obstacle that he is referring to in calling a tree must be unforgiveness. Because they have said, Lord, if we forgive this man seven times in a day, you're going to have to increase our faith. Jesus said you don't need more faith. What you need to do is plant what you have. Now he tells you how to plant it. Now listen to what he said. If you had faith as a seed, you would say, He tells you that faith works like a seed. If you don't plant it, you won't have any more. Now, isn't that simple? You know, the problem has been we've made it too hard. Religion has made things hard. Faith is simple. The Apostle Paul says, God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. Now, God didn't give Oral Roberts more faith than he gave you. Now, you might have thought he did, but he didn't. He didn't give Kenneth Hagin more faith than he gave you. We all got the same amount. Well, somebody said, I'd sure like to know what amount it was. Well, I can tell you what amount it was. It was all the faith there is in the Word of God. You see, God's Word is filled with faith. Now, have you ever stopped to ask yourself, how could you measure faith? How could you measure? Do you have a bushel? Do you have a ton? Or do you have an ounce? (laughs) Well, the only way you can measure faith is to find out how much word is in you. Remember what Jesus said in John, the 15th chapter, verse 7. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask what you will and shall be done. Now, what's he saying? He said, if the word abides in you, the faith is in you to receive that done. Why? Because the faith is in the word of God. Now, can you understand what he's saying here? If you had faith as a seed, you would say... If you had faith, you'd plant it. And when you plant it, you'll get more faith because everything produces after its kind. Now, let's relate it to the subject matter that he's talking about here. I can tell you right now why some of you cannot forgive right now. You've got unforgiveness in your heart. You've said to people, well, I just can't forgive so-and-so because you just don't know what they did to me. No, I don't know what they did to you. But I know what unforgiveness will do for you. It'll stop your faith from working. You'll be miserable all your life. It won't hurt them at all, but it'll destroy you. I know I'm on some of your toes, but I'm going to stand there because God will heal your toes and you'll be better off when it's all over with. Now, he tells you how to get rid of unforgiveness. If you had faith, you would say... What would you say? You'd say, thank God I forgive them by faith. I don't want to. I wish I didn't have to. I don't even want to do it, but I know the Word of God says for me to do it, 
and I made a decision to do it, and I'm saying in the name of Jesus that I forgive them by faith. Now, Mark eleven twenty three says, He shall have whatsoever he saith, if he believe, if he doubt not in his heart, and if he believe those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Now, the reason you've got unforgiveness, many of you, is because you've been saying it for 20 years. Jesus tells you how to plant the seed that will remove the tree of unforgiveness, the obstacle that is keeping you from the blessing of God. He says, begin to say to it, you'll be removed, you won't hinder me any longer. Unforgiveness, you have no part in me. I made a decision to forgive, and I do forgive. I forgive by faith. I may not want to. But I'm going to do it. I make a decision to do it. See, you don't always feel like doing what the Bible says to do. You have to make a decision to do it. So Jesus is telling them how to operate in the principle of faith and get rid of the unforgiveness. The mountain of unforgiveness. See the mountain you face or the sycamine tree that you face? May be unforgiveness may be hindering your prayers. Because if you have unforgiveness, you can't believe that God would answer your prayer because you're not obeying the Word of God. Your heart will condemn you. I call it a spiritual heart attack. You have a spiritual heart attack when you don't follow the direction of God. Sometimes people get the idea also that the things that come to them in life... See, it's not what happens to you in life. It's not what people do to you in life that cause you the biggest problem. It's what you think about what happens to you and what you think about what people do to you that causes you the biggest problem. Now, let me show you something about that. You see, if you get the idea that, well, now this happened because this is just God's will for me, and I don't know why God wanted this to happen to me. I don't know why God had this bad thing to happen. Why didn't God stop this from happening? Let me tell you something. It wasn't God's responsibility, first of all. It was your responsibility. And then, as far as God allowing it to happen, God will allow anything that you will allow. See, it's not God's responsibility. See, take it back to Genesis, where God told Adam not to eat of the tree of the knowledge of blessing and calamity, or good and evil. Well, now, that had to be the will of God that he not eat of it, because he said, don't do it. Couldn't have been the will of God that God wanted him to eat of it, because he said, don't do it. But he did do it, didn't he? Well, now, did God allow it? No, not in the sense that most people believe it. You see, God didn't allow it because God did everything in His power to stop Him from doing it when He said, don't do it. See, that's as far as God could go. God bless you. We do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, our CD offer all this week is CD offer number 7115 for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, total of $11. It's entitled, How to Pray Scripturally. Now, when we come to praying scripturally, you know, I say this many times, just read the red and do what he said. I mean, Jesus tells you how to pray scripturally. And he says, use not vain repetition as the heathen do. For they think they'll be heard for their much speaking. Now, you know, I'd rather have one person praying for me in faith than a hundred or a thousand praying in doubt and unbelief. You know, if somebody's going to pray, now, Lord, if it be thy will, do this for brother so-and-so. If you don't know the will of God, you can't possibly pray the prayer of faith. 
because you have to know the will of God before you can release faith in that prayer. And Jesus teaches us how to pray. He says, Pray thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Did you know it's God's will for it to be on earth today as it is in heaven? He said, Pray that it'll be that way. Well, of course, it will be that way when he sets up his kingdom, but that's his will now for the earth. And he said, Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. You know, it's God's will for you to be delivered from evil. Now, if we pray scripturally, we should pray that we be delivered from evil, that we'll be led by the Spirit of God, not to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth. It's God's will for it to be in earth today as it is in heaven. But we know it's not that way yet. That's offer number 7115. It's entitled, How to Pray Scripturally. A single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, total of $11. We now accept Visa, MasterCard, Discover, and American Express. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Couch reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.